uh, top 10 polls. Tell me why that is. Tell me why Utah is ranked as high as it is. Uh, a lot of reasons, Steve. Uh, 17 starters returned from last year's team. First team all-conference starting quarterback returns from last year's team. Uh, a bunch of experienced defensive players returned from last year's team. And they're, they're just really good. Kyle Whittingham's the second-longest tenured head coach in college football. They've created a culture here over the last 18 years, which has been terrific. And this, this has just been building. It really has. They've appeared in three of the last four Pac-12 championship games, broke through last year, went toe-to-toe with Ohio State last year in the Rose Bowl game, which was a lot of fun. So this, this has been coming. Um, you know, they've been in the league now. This will be the 12th season in the league. They've recruited to a very high level over the last uh, over the last five or six years. So it's been building toward this, and now we're kind of seeing – all the hard work of joining the Pac-12, the recruiting efforts, developing players come to fruition. And this is just a really good football team. With all those starters back, are there areas where graduation or whatever else took a toll a little bit? A a little bit. I mean, their best defensive players now playing about an hour and a half up the road for you in Jacksonville. That's Devin Lloyd. Mm -hmm. And the other linebackers playing with with the New Orleans Saints, that's Nephi Sewell. So they, they're two starting linebackers from a year ago are gone, but they're replacing one of those guys with the guy you guys know really well in Gainesville. They like him an awful lot. He's probably been the best defensive player in fall camp. That's Malou Diabate. And, you know, then they landed a five-star linebacker from right here in town named Lander Barton, whose brothers and sisters and mom and dad are all Hall of Famers here at, 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 uh, at Utah. And then they've got another linebacker that played a lot last year returning. So I, I would say if there was a question mark, Maybe it was at the linebacker group, but they've been really good. They're really deep, and Diabate has been such a revelation for them. He's really thriving, having missed spring football because he had a little shoulder surgery cleanup from last year. Um, I'd say that was probably the biggest question heading into fall camp was the linebacker group, but they've been good so far. Uh, when, you, when you're coming across country, playing in a really hot environment, I've seen where Coach Whittingham's tried to – you know, simulate that in practice. Uh, I don't know how much practice you get to see. Has that gone well? Do you think heat, even though it's a night game, could be a factor? Maybe a little bit. I mean, it's hot here. I mean, but it's not hot and muggy here like it is there. Uh, you know, we get routinely mid-90s, upper 90s, right around 100 degrees, but it doesn't come with the humidity. So what Kyle Whittingham's done two or three days a week during fall camp is they've gone into their indoor practice facility, shut all the windows, shut all the doors, crank the heat up, which, you know, they have the heat in there for the wintertime, crank the heat up. They've watered the field down a bunch for 20 or 25 minutes before practice and created a really humid atmosphere that two or three days a week they've been in there for two hours at a time. So. I mean, it, it's about as good as you can do. I mean, you're not going to simulate it exactly. But as you just said, too, it's a 7 o'clock kickoff, not a 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock kickoff. So it'll be hot. It'll be humid, I'm guessing. Probably has a little chance of rain. I've looked at the extended forecast. But I, I, I'd be surprised if it was a big factor because Utah rolls, especially along the lines of scrimmage, they roll pretty deep and rotate a lot of bodies through. So, um, But we'll see. You never know till you get there. So we'll see. The voice of the Utah Utes, Bill Riley, joining us here on Sports Scene. Tell me about Cameron Rising. He's a great story, Steve. This was a kid that was a you know four-star quarterback coming out of high school, Southern California kid. 
um, was going to go play for Lincoln Riley. Then they they were loaded at quarterback, so he committed, went to Texas, and uh, got to Texas, and they were loaded there too. Uh, I think that was when Shane Bouchelle was there and having a really good run. And so Rising was there for a year, and he's like, well, you know, you could kind of see the writing on the wall. So he, he played for a year with, you know, redshirted, uh, then looked around. And he looked at the University of Utah. And Utah had an opening because Tyler Huntley, who's now with the Baltimore Ravens, was graduating and leaving the program. So, so Rising comes in, spends a year on the practice squad, absorbing, learning all of Andy Ludwig's offense. In fact, for his year that he was sitting out here, he sat in the booth during games next to Ludwig, the offensive coordinator, and watched how Andy called plays. Wow. So they got really, really close. Um, next year he wins the job, but then on the 14th play of the season in that COVID year against USC, diving on a loose ball, he tears his labrum. So he's out for the year. Then last year um, they brought Charlie Brewer in from Baylor because they weren't sure if Rising's arm would be ready. They gave the job to Brewer in fall camp, and Brewer just was a square peg in a round hole. So Rising, who teammates love and was voted a captain last year, even though he wasn't the starting quarterback, comes in two and a half games in, and they take off winning 10 of their next 11 games, win the Pac-12 championship. He's just one of those guys, Steve. You know, And I'm not comparing him from a, from a football standpoint, but you remember when Tebow was at Florida or Danny Warfel was at Florida. He was one of those guys that was a magnet. That it didn't matter if you were a defensive lineman or a punter or a safety or a wide receiver, the guys are all drawn to him. And he's just kind of got that about him, that the players, the teammates love him. And, uh, and he's a really good quarterback, too. He's a true dual threat, ran for over 500 yards last year, um, threw for shy of 3,000, 20 touchdowns, five picks, and, and basically 10 games, not, not the full 13. So he's really good. He was first team all Pac 12. So, they're expecting he had a big summer. He went to the Manning Passing Academy and was a star there this summer. Was at the Santa Monica Passing Academy with a lot of these guys. He actually got to know Anthony Richardson a little bit wow. on a couple of his trips, he said. And Cam and I are pretty close. We do a weekly interview together. And so um, he got to know Anthony a little bit. They had some good conversations, he said. And they're, they're looking for a big year. If Utah is going to be as good as they were last year, Steve, or maybe take that potential next step, Cam Rising's got to kind of elevate his game. Great quarterbacks lead great teams, so we'll see. Final question for you. What kind of a dude is Whittingham? He's exactly the type of dude you think he would be. He is (laughs) very down-to-earth, unassuming. He is who he is. You and I have done this for a long time. Some guys show you a public image, and then they're not really that person, and vice versa. He is very much who he is comfortable in his skin he's been here darn near 30 years now because he came here as a position coach years ago under Ron McBride the defensive coordinator under Urban Meyer Meyer kept him around and then he took over the program when Urban went to Florida and for the last 18 years it's been his and he's grown this thing and he's he's great I've worked with him now for 18 years and it's been terrific and he's he's just that guy people call him old school but he's got some new school in him too and uh, actually one of his favorite people, he got to know him really well. We talked about this all the time when, when uh, the head ball coach was at South Carolina. Uh, they were an Under Armour school, and Utah's an Under Armour school, and, and uh, Whittingham and Spurrier got to know each other pretty well at some of the golf outings and things. And so he, he thinks the world of Steve Spurrier, but uh, I don't know if they'll cross paths down there or not. But uh, he's a good dude and a heck of a football coach. Should be a heck of a game and a very good team coming to Gainesville. 
Our thanks to Bill Riley, their play-by-play voice, for telling us about the Utes. Bill, uh, hope to get a chance to say hello to you when you get here. Thank you for your time. Hey, pop in the booth, say hi. We'll see you in 10 days. Thanks, Steve. You got it, Bill. Thank you. Bill Riley, the play-by-play voice of Utah football.